Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is. Who cares? <laughs> it's, yeah, that, that's where I'm at, guys. Uh, we have myself and Connor on today, uh, and we have a very special guest who actually is a very special guest, a good friend of ours, and someone who used to work with us and hasn't been on the pod in quite a while. Be Fitz, how we doing? What's going on, fellas? Uh, terrible day. What a terrible, what a terrible 48 hours it's been, huh? Oh, it's God. Been, uh... This sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's There's really no sucks. other way to put it besides that. I have never in my life rooted for a loss the way I've rooted for losses this season. And they threw the ball deep on third and fourth down. <laughs> Against Marcus oh, May, the yes. only the only defensive back on the Jets who's somewhat good. Unbelievable. God damn it, man. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. What's the, what's the more embarrassing call, the Greg Williams call in the Raiders game or those two play calls? Oh, the Greg Williams is, is definitely more is definitely more egregious. Um, At least the Greg Williams, though, is like on par for who Greg Williams is. Sean I mean, McVay? Like, yeah. What the hell, man? Offensive like, guru. I mean, first of all, I have a long-standing theory that McVay is just Herman Boone from Remember the Titans. He only <laughs> runs six plays. Um, <laughs> and, like, you couldn't have just ran one of your bread-and-butter plays there. I mean, uh what was it? Josh Reynolds and Jared Everett, Gerald Everett were the two targets. What's the line? It's like Novocaine. You just keep on using it until it works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the third and fourth play, it was drawn up to, and he threw to Cam Akers. Oh. Instead, of just, instead of just handing the ball off to him when he had just run for like 30 yards and it got called back in the holding call. Cam Akers, dead to me. Not only did the Jets, the Jets win, but I lost in fantasy. Oh. I won in fantasy because Cam, Cam Akers didn't get that touchdown. So. Cam Akers had Cam Akers had probably fifty to seventy yards worth of runs called back because of holding penalties. Easily, easily, easily. And one of them was a touchdown, so that's like fourteen points right there. <laughs> and then I have Deontay. Like, you don't care about my fantasy team anyway. All right, the Jets beat the Rams. I. Uh, I still can't believe. I still can't believe they beat the Rams. It just doesn't make any sense. They so the Jets. How are the, the Rams? How are the Rams a nine-win team? I just need to. I just need to understand that. I just don't. I don't get it. They could have been but, a ten-win team. They almost beat Buffalo like earlier in the season. Like that was like barely by the skin of their teeth. They lost that game. Um, You know, I came into this pod with, like, things I wanted to talk about and, like, a loose plan of, like, what we needed to discuss. We're going to have fits on. And, like, I find myself just lost for words, even just getting started. Like, The anguish in your face is, like, I can feel it. I can feel it through the Skype right now. Like, yeah, and we're using Skype. We're we're not even cool enough to use Zoom because I don't have (laughs) Zoom. Like, this is just... So the Jets won. Um, I, I guess. All right, we'll start here. Um, Sam didn't look bad. Um, I guess. <laughs> like we saw some throws like yesterday that used to like make us like get all excited. Like 
oh my god like only a couple of guys can make those throws he had a ball to braxton barrios rolling right that went like 36 yards in the air and it just hit barrios in the hands and barrios could not catch it it would have been a touchdown it would have been an absolute that probably probably one of the best throws of his career and mm-hmm. it just <laughs> it just it, he dropped it so that started that and i was thinking like, <laughs> all right you know what like the Jets don't have it today. Like normally, if you were gonna win a game, he'd catch that. Oh, oh, how how oh, how, 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 how naive, wrong you are! How wrong how I was! How naive I was! Um, Sam went twenty-two of thirty-one. He played his best game in what feels like two years. Uh, which I guess you know that when that happens, the Jets win. So yeah, um, Frank Gore had twenty-four touches. Oh my god! Because like. Because reasons. Frank Gore, six-yard reception. His one reception of the game may have doomed the Jets franchise for the next 10 to 15 years. It's it's so br- – like, I, I like Frank Gore. He seems like a genuinely, like, a good dude. And the players seem to like him. Everyone seems to love him. And it's just – it, the lasting image I'm going to have of him is, <laughs> is is him ruining the Jets', Jets chances at Trevor Lawrence. I mean, just, this, was, just ruining them. this was coming for weeks. This was like a common theme throughout the season. Connor and I, everybody that covers the Jets, everybody that talks about the Jets was just everybody. All we, we all knew, even if you just watch the Jets and you don't cover them or you don't talk about them for a living, like Frank Gore getting this many carries per game was going to bite us in the ass eventually. <laughs> like, there's no he's 37 38 years old and he's getting the most he's touching the ball more than he had more carries than sam had completions they they think he's derrick henry i just they think he's 10 years younger oh it's so infuriating and, and you know what like i i can't even get upset about it at this point because it's just it's week 15 it's week 15 and he's still has more touches on offense than anybody. I, I well, you know, because he was out a couple of weeks, but I wouldn't be shocked if he played every week that every week this season, he'd probably be in the lead for most carries in the yeah. NFL. Oh, without a doubt. Him yeah, or, no, him I mean, or Derek he'd Henry. He'd probably be top five. Yeah. He'd be top five easily. In fact, it's insane. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Um, but let's, I mean, I'm not going to go through the stats. I'm not going to go. I just want to hear what you guys need, have to say, need to say. This is a, this is a venting therapy session for, for us, for the listeners. Fitz, I want to start with you. This was, it was your birthday yesterday. So I apologize. I'm I'm sorry. Happy belated Fitz. Thank you fellas. Appreciate it. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. You know, I've, I've had terrible birthday presents from the jets before, which, you know, is Mark Sanchez. Um, this is worse. This is way worse. Uh, just walk me through your day. Yeah, well, I mean, the only thing I wanted for my birthday was a Jets loss. And they, they in typical Jets fashion, they couldn't deliver. Uh, I, I just, like, I, I was loosely watching the game. I was kind of more flipping back red zone, like checking out some things here and there for fantasy. And I looked at the score at around the second quarter and saw that they were up. And... I, was it was it Bryce Hall who got the interception? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once What's Bryce it? Hall got the interception, that's when panic really started to set in, and I was like, "This is horrible. This is this is really bad." Like the the Rams are not meant; they're not a team that like is meant to come from behind 
like Sean McVay, all of a sudden offensive genius from three years ago, ever since he lost to Belichick in the Super Bowl, is like, I'm going to run the ball and play with two tight ends and only run seven plays. And then the, I turned it on for the fourth quarter because like I saw the Rams are starting to mount a comeback. And I just will never get over those holding pet was it Austin Corbett, the yep. the holding calls that cost him the touchdown, mm-hmm. and then the third the, the 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 play calls on third and fourth down by Sean McVay just are, I, th- those are those are they're on a list now Sean McVay <laughs> and Jared Goff like a list of people I will never root for in my life again I don't care who they're playing how much money I bet on them I I want them to fail horribly for the rest of their careers. Um, yeah, I don't even know what the guy's name was. I, I, I was like in a catatonic state at that point. Um, Connor, you want to, you want to give us you your, know, your rendition? You want to know what made it worse? And Jesse, you know this cause you're still on the, the Gotham Slack channels, but Ethan was just dunking on us. Oh, I'm hours. sure he was. I'm I, sure I, I just, he was. And, the, and also, and I, I mentioned it to Jesse here before. The worst part is I don't have cable. I have YouTube TV. Oh, so, so you're watching it in stream. So I'm like usually a play behind like what the, the live feed is. And so I, so I was seeing the messages come in from Ethan and the other Giants fans that were just like dunking on us. And it's just like, oh, no. Oh, I can't believe it. And it's like, oh, the Jets are the ball again. And it was just like, it's just like, you know, the digging in, just like rubbing your face in the dirt. And... I'm usually. I, I I'm with you there, Fitz. I, I I can't I can't I can't do anything. I, I can't root for Jared Goff. I want him to fail in all aspects of life. Now, Sean McVay, who's supposed to yeah, he's supposed to be like the NFL's golden boy. Everyone wants their Sean McVay. Everyone wants their young offensive guy. Now that he was like you know the the success story that got the Rams to the Super Bowl. Uh no no, I'm out. I'm out on all things Rams. I'm out on all things Los Angeles. Uh, you know what? No. I, yeah, I'm going to take it a step further. I don't even want an offensive mind anymore. I want defense. <laughs> I don't even want an offensive mind. Bring back Rex. Bring back, bring, bring, just, we're going complete opposite of what the Rams are doing. That's how dead to the, that, that's how dead to me they are. Um, to go back to Frank Gore, he is 46th in the NFL out of 49 runners in yards per carry. Um, the only people below him are Benny Snell. Oh, Pittsburgh. God. Joshua Kelly from the Chargers and Peyton Barber of Washington. Oh my um, God! And those guys all have at least sixty more less rush attempts. Um, <laughs> Frank Gore is fourteenth in attempts, and he's at one hundred seventy-three attempts. Um, and he's missed like two games too, right? He's played the same amount of games because he he played well. Yeah, he had got hurt on that first play, right? So yeah, he'd probably be yeah. like he'd probably be over. He'd probably be like close to two hundred right now, if not for oh, that. But <laughs> I, I thought he'd be top ten. Um, he'd be no, he'd be top ten if he did that. But Derrick Henry has three hundred twenty-one rush attempts, and Frank Gore is one hundred seventy-three. So we were a little off on that one. Uh, but he'd be but close he, to the top five in rush attempts. I pulled it up. I pulled it up too. He has more. He has more rushing attempts than he has the same number of rushing attempts as Melvin Gordon. More than Alvin Kamara. Uh, I would have said no, more than Nick Chubb, but Chubb missed four games, yeah. so uh, hard to count count that. But he has he's more than Mike Davis, who's basically started the entire season in st- uh, in place of McCaffrey. Like, yeah, it, it's blowing my. I, you know. Thank God, thank God they suck, and this isn't 
them competing for the playoffs. Because if they if they were actually like you know in contention or they were rooting for them, they rooting for them, and they were still using gore this way. Uh, uh, let me know. let me just a little newsflash for you. We were competing. We were competing for the number one pick, and <laughs> that's and, true. And giving him the ball screwed us. <laughs> screwed us. <laughs> and I say us, and I say us because I mean us, the fans. All right, I am very happy for Mackay Becton getting his first win and Denzel Mims getting his first win, and so happy for Sam Darnold that he is not a one an zero sixteen quarterback. And I'm so happy for the the players and all the coaches not named Adam Gase. You know, I'm so happy for them. I don't need to see your fucking tweets. Saying Victory Monday, so excited! That's a big <laughs> dub. I don't need your mom tweeting defending you. All right. I don't want to see shit. You're one in fifteen, or you're one in thirteen. I don't want to see anything from you. You fucking pack that lunch pail and you go to work the next day, and you work on losing, and you work on, <laughs> and you work, and you work on somehow, some way. Is there any, are there anybody, like, do, do we have any, like, who's the guy in Major League that does the, um, the, uh, the, the voodoo? Oh, um. Oh, shit. Um, got it. I know who you're talking about. I know, I mean, I, yeah, I know exactly who right. you're talking he's about. He's the, he's the guy who does the voodoo in Major League. We need one of those. We need, like, some sort of, like, mythical god that can, like, place a curse on the Chicago Bears and, or a positive what's a positive curse like a a magic spell and and like i'm going deep here but like i'm I'm being serious like i I, that's how desperate i am for trevor lawrence (laughs) like i need i need the jaguars to win more than anything and you know what even if the jet the jaguars do win and they beat the bears the jets are still gonna beat the patriots in week 17 because that's what they do no it's happening i don't know now that the patriots are not uh, knocked out and they have like you know it's not like they were in the playoffs already and they have reason to sit guys. He's going to start Jared Stidham in week 17. <laughs> I know it. I already know it. It's it's That was the fear all along. Honestly, yeah. I, I had these these next couple games I didn't care. I thought they were going to get waxed by the Rams. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just the, – the the Patriots game was circled, and I was horrified that that was going to be the one they, they won. And I still wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Patriots. Uh and what what do the Jags have? They have the Bears and then the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, they beat the Colts already this season. Yeah, in week one. And the Colts so, but if the Colts lock up Fitz, I've been preaching if the Colts get a playoff spot, who knows what'll happen in week seventeen. I've been preaching on this podcast the entire season that the Patriots are dead. So they it, are. it only it's over. it only serves me and I guess you now, right, that they beat us in week we we sorry, we beat them in week 17 after the Jags beat the bears and ruin our lives for the 21st consecutive year in a row. It's I already, I'm telling you, man, Jared Stidham is going to start week 17 (laughs) and he is going to be so bad that he's, he's, 
he's he's going to make I, I mean who's the worst quarterback you've seen Brandon Allen maybe he's going to make Brandon Allen look fantastic <laughs> no no Stidham uh, is the worst quarterback I've yeah seen. yeah he's terrible I mean him and Hoyer both I mean Jamal Adams picked him off like let's be serious here like that doesn't happen <laughs> hey, you have to be pretty bad in order for Jamal Adams to pick you off Jamal Adams couldn't even pick off Sam Darnold and that guy just gifts people that hit him right in the chest too that was like directly in the chest and he couldn't take it in Okay. By the way, you saw, tell me you saw the pre- tell me you saw a special press conference yesterday too. Jamal, or I did. Sam? Jamal, him celebrating the Seah- at Seattle's in the playoffs. He's like, I don't know, I, you know, I don't know what this feelings like and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> you know, it, it would be one thing if they won yesterday and it was like Denzel Mims had like 150 yards and like three touchdowns, but it wasn't even that. It wasn't no. even that. The touch the, the the touchdown pass that Sam had was like you know the little. Dinky throw to Ty Johnson, and, I know. and he just ran for you know twenty something yards or something like that. Ugh. By the way, I saw saw a clip before, and it was like a perfect example. Jesse, it was uh, the Jets Twitter account like tweeting out all this, like Sam's twenty two completions yesterday, and one I, the, I saw it had been quote tweeted, but it was like you know just said show me like one difficult throw that he made, and literally I would think like eighty five percent of the completions that they showed were screens or checkdowns, or, like, less than 10-yard passes. And it was, like, just – it's the perfect example of, like, that's not impressing anyone with, like, throws like that. And it's, like, you're not – and I don't want to, I don't want this to turn into the shit on Sam Darnold hour, but it's, like – Can it? Can we talk how about do, that how instead of – How are you supposed to, like, get, like, you know – well, there's a very good chance he's still the quarterback next year now, Jesse. So, you know, who the hell knows what, they're, what the Jets are going to plan to do with the draft now. Unless Jacksonville pulls out a miracle and beats Chicago next week, but like, again, the Jets are are going to win another game this season. It's going to happen. We 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 were playing with fire. Like the fact that the Raiders the Raiders game happened was a legitimate miracle. Even the, the, Jets, pa- the Jets had a two touchdown. The Jets had a two touchdown lead on the Patriots, and they somehow came back. So, and that was on national TV. And the Jets always fuck up on national TV on Monday Night Football. So, I mean, this is. The, the Jets are not getting Trevor Lawrence. It's not happening. No it's shot. Just, it's just not happening. I, I, I've, I'm not letting myself fall into that trap again after 13 weeks of thinking it was, was going to happen. Or 14 weeks or whatever the hell amount of weeks it's been. And that's part of why I'm so mad. Because, I'm like I said, I'm not mad at the players. I'm not mad at any of these guys. I'm happy that they won for them, like the player. I'm happy for the players that they won. I'm pissed off that I spent 13, 14 weeks of my life rooting for losses and losing and being the <coughs> the punchline of every joke in the league and we just get nothing out of it. What happens to the Greg Williams statue now? <laughs> what happens to the Lamar Jackson statue? It goes wherever Joe Pa's statue is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god hey at least penn state won this final four games of the season right there you go there you oh go. jesus um, like I, I i'm i'm 100 with you where like I, I as someone who you know you guys know uh and people who follow me on, on twitter and everything like i'm a big rangers fan and i've gone through the tanking the last like three years of teams not trying to win and i'm i'm usually anti-tank like i'm, I'm like you know what let the players and coaches they go out trying to win but those are in sports where there's a lottery system so like it's all a crapshoot the nfl is if you are the worst team you get the first pick and 
So this year with the Jets, I'm I'm like, please lose every single yeah. game, and and horribly too. Like this needs to be right. So embarrassing that it never goes away. Just as a reminder that this everything needs to change, yeah. and uh, it's just like. I, I just I wanted them to be 0 16. I really did. I wanted them to go down in history yeah, as yeah. as an 0 16 team, just to have it on the stain of this resume and just a reminder of the franchise of what they needed to do to change everything. And and now they're just going to be the run of the mill, what two and 14 team. I'm I'm saying two and 14. I think they beat the Patriots. <laughs> so it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at this point because I mean they're not gonna, they're not going to be Cleveland. Like, right. Well, we said that about the Rams. So yeah. I mean like. I don't even know at this point. Yeah, but uh, where does this? All right, (laughs) where does this rank for you guys on your misery index for the Jets? Is it third down Antonio Brown conversion twenty ten? Better. I saw some people. I saw some people comparing it to that. It's not that. Just because, yes, Trevor Lawrence. Very well, might be the no, next answer. Like he might a, be he's the next. Sure, he's a sure thing, right? But he, but like you know, there's always that chance that it's not that AFC Championship game. The Jets were really like knocking on the door. God, I'm slamming my fist on the table. They were knocking on the goddamn door of the Super Bowl, and that happened. Like I, I just remember walking downstairs in my house, and like my dad was sitting there in front of the TV. Cause whenever, when I lived at home, we just couldn't watch the games together. Cause we would just get pissed off at each other all, the whole time. We just end up screaming at each other worse than at the worse than at the stupid team. I walked downstairs. We were both just complete utter silence. Like this, that game. And then this is very close neck and neck to week 17, 2015 against Buffalo. That's where I was like, going. We went into that game with so much momentum. I was at that the week sixteen Pats game where they won in the over when the Jets won in overtime. We were going into that. I was like, "This is it. Like, we're, okay, maybe this isn't the year they're going to win a Super Bowl, but at least we're going to make the playoffs. Like, they're going to go into Buffalo. It's like a sure thing. And then what happens? Mo Wilkerson breaks his leg. Brian Fitzpatrick shits the bed. And Darrell like, Revis was playing forty yards off Sammy Watkins. <laughs> oh my God! And. Yeah, so this you guys is, remember this more sucks. about those games than I do. I just kind of once those once their games are over, I shit it out of my brain just to I prevent wish. the pain. I need a I need an eternal sunshine or like the spotless mind. Thing the we need we need you to unlock those those <laughs> memories from the deepest parts of your brain, Jesse. <laughs> no, they're, they're gonna stay suppressed. Um, I um, I've been taking a lot of shit. I don't know about you guys. It's but, like just like, it's you just can't so you terrible. can't you can't win this season, like literally, because you can't win because you shouldn't be winning, and you can't win because you don't you don't want to screw up Trevor Lawrence. But if you do win, then everyone makes fun of you for winning, saying, "Oh, the Jets can't even tank right." And yeah. I saw a video from fellow Jets fan Kevin Clancy, uh, KFC on Barstool. He posted yesterday where he was walking in New York. And he walked over a grate and he asked whoever was watching the video, you think if I jump hard enough, I can, uh, I can go through this grate and just fall to the bottom of this pit. (laughs) And that's where I'm at right now. Um, so that's where it ranks on my misery index. I, I don't think it has a comparison to to a to like a Jets moment in my life. Like I really don't. Like 
2015 is probably the closest thing because that, like, like Connor was just saying, but I, I, there's nothing else that compares to this. I, I, I just, I, I, I don't remember Peyton Manning, so I, I can't remember that. Like, so I, I just don't think anything else compares to well, this. Peyton this went, is, this Peyton is devastating. Went, Peyton went back to school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we ended up going to the AFC Championship the next year, regardless. Um, right? It was 99 they went to the AFC Championship? Uh, yeah, against Denver, I think. It was in 99 or 2000. I'm trying to 90, remember. 90. Well, it was in 2000 against the Ravens-Giants Super Bowl. The Jets, but. one of the years, Testaverde broke his leg. They went 1-15, and the next year they went to the Super Bowl, right? Oh, you know what it actually is? They went to the AFC Championship. What? The, the, the comparison is uh, uh, Bledsoe to Brady. That's what it is. Just, just screwing yourself yeah. for forever. At least yeah. that one wasn't like intentionally shooting ourselves in the like shooting the Jets like themselves in the foot. Like there was no way of knowing. And it's like I know that like it's kind of like what you guys were saying. It's like you're happy for the players and the fact that they don't have the stain of the of the 0 and 16 season on their records. Because I mean, at some point, it's like I do feel for guys like Makai Becton, and you don't want to like. Like also the your... franchise too, not just the players. Like right again, it's like the Lions have... and the Browns are known as like the two worst franchises in the league, and the Jets are with them right there. But at least they haven't gone zero and sixteen. Right, but and but and look at it this way: it's like I was starting to like you know not rationalize, but I was like talking myself into the, like the way the Browns did everything. It's like they went zero and sixteen. Next year they drafted Baker. They were shitty his rookie season because of you know Hugh Jackson. And stuff like that, but like they got better each each season following that. Now, now look at them. They're did they get their tenth? Was that their tenth win last night against the Giants? Yep, I think so. Yep. Yeah. Now they got ten wins, and they're gonna go to the playoffs. And they did everything, you know, or they they probably will go to the playoffs. But they did everything. And it's like we all of Joe Douglas's guys so far, or at least the ones that have been consistently playing look like they're of their foundational pieces. Obviously Becton is Mims is looking really good. Uh, Bryce Hall with like that awesome interception yesterday. Yes. We were pissed. He made it and it contributed to the Jets eventually winning the game, but you see that the skill is there and that gives you some hope for the future. You were hoping Trevor Lawrence was the next piece of the puzzle. That is no longer going to be the case. So, so that leads me, that leads me to my next question, Connor. That leads me to my next question. If Trevor Lawrence isn't that next piece of the puzzle. Who is that next piece of the puzzle? Now, none of us are draft experts, and we will have some draft experts on this show as we move forward. Um, but right now we're just three guys who watch college football. And I don't know about you two, but I've watched Zach Wilson play. And I've watched Justin Fields play. I even watched a little bit of Trey Lance, that one game they played this year. And I got to say, none of them have me excited at all. Um, they feel like picks like 6 through 15. Mm. They don't feel like pick number 2. They definitely don't feel like pick number 1. Um Do you stick with Sam and you draft and build around him? Or does Joe Douglas say, I want my – and whoever he hires as coach, 
because he'll probably have the largest say in who they're going to hire. You would hope so. You I was just so. saying, you fucking <laughs> hope so, man. <laughs> do you say, if you're Joe Douglas, do you say, we'll stick with Sam, we'll build around him, he's younger than Joe Burrow? Or do you press the reset button and take Fields or Wilson and or whoever you like the most out of any of the quarterback prospects and restart this thing because if you stick with Sam he's in year four and you have to decide if you're going to pick up that fifth year option and if you stick with Sam after having a second overall pick odds are with the cap space and the number of picks the Jets have and a new coach you're probably not going to be picking in the top three again which is where you need to be if you want a quarterback and I like do you wait for Sam Howell maybe at UNC, the UNC kid and stick with Sam and then take Sam Howell if you guys suck again? Or do you go with Zach Wilson and, or Justin Fields at two or trade down a couple of spots, get some more picks, take one of the quarterbacks? Like, There's a lot of things that are going on here. What do you guys think the Jets should do going forward at the quarterback position? Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> um when you lay it out like that, not like, great, Bob. I, I'm, not great. No, not not cool. Uh, I'm not. I'm an admitted not a huge college football fan, so I, I don't see a lot of like. I've watched a little bit of Justin Fields and a little bit of Wilson, but like, like you said, they they're not Trevor Lawrence. So it's like, I I feel like whatever coach they bring in, hopefully, like we said, Joe Douglas has the biggest say in that. I feel like you have to let that coach decide what they want to do with quarterback, especially if it's an offensive guy. Um, but yeah, I, maybe they just take on Carson Wentz's contract for like another pick or something and have him Absol- feed him to the lines for a year. Absolutely not. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> we are absolutely not doing that. All right. What, I'm what, shutting what, that what would, down right now. What, what would you need along with Carson Wentz to consider it? What would I need in order to take Carson Wentz? Yeah. Oh boy. I don't um, even. I don't know if there's anyone on the Eagles that I was like, you know, is all that enticing. I would need. I would need multiple first round picks. You're giving us his 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 extension hasn't even kicked in yet. Oh, it's terrible. It's it's, <laughs> I, that's, it's the, yeah, that's the it worst is, part. It is the worst contract in the NFL right now. If you're going to take Carson, well, first of all, I don't even think the Jets are the number one destination for Carson Wentz. I think it's, I think it's Indy to reunite him with Frank Reich. Um, If if I'm Joe Douglas, I'm like, I want your next three first round picks (laughs) and give me Quez Watkins or, or somebody like, or like Jalen Rager or one of your wide receivers. That's who I want if I'm taking Carson Wentz. I want multiple first-round picks. Throw in a third or fourth in there. And one of your wide receivers if I'm going to take that monstrosity of a contract off your hands. And then I'd cut the shit out of him. Oh, 100%. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. Do what they did with the Browns did with Osweiler, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Just, just kick his ass out. And that's also exactly. like to say, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to take that. Like, as much as I'd love to take the Eagles' first-round picks... 
I don't want them. Because <laughs> I don't want because I don't, <laughs> I don't want, want to Carson, go through that. I don't want Carson Wentz. So we're we're just gonna throw that out there that it's not gonna I mean, we're just tossing that idea in the garbage, all right? Um Yeah, not doing that. Continue. Sorry, I just needed the, you know. I was hoping I was hoping that you would feel strongly one way or the other about making, it. Making sure that we're clear that that's like the worst idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then, like I don't know. I have no other. I have no other <laughs> option for quarterback. I bring back. Uh, I, I don't know what, what Brandon Allen. Maybe who, who's the guy who beat them on the Broncos this year? What was bring, that guy's name? I thought you were gonna say bring back Fitzpatrick. I was gonna uh, give no. you a similar rant. Cousin, cousin Ryan is done. Someone cousin I saw Ryan on Twitter done. was like, you know, if they draft Trevor Lawrence, they should totally bring back Fitzpatrick and have him be the mentor. Which yeah, is like just that's worked out great the for worst, the Dolphins. The worst <laughs> idea <laughs> about young quarterbacks, mentor. He's got the NFL experience. If I hear that one more goddamn time, I'm gonna lose it. I, you like, know the only guy like I want doing Moore. that. The only guy I want yeah, doing that is the, media. the only guy I want doing that is Josh McCown. Yeah, that's the only guy yeah. I want doing the being the mentor. You know, what, Josh, go something. hang on your ranch. We're, we're cool. You can hang on your ranch. Just, you know, anytime that, uh, anytime that, you know, any, wh- whoever is our quarterback next year is a question. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is. It can be two in the morning. You're picking up that phone. That's what we're paying you a million dollars to do. You know, um, Connor, what next? Dude, I mean, like, it's so hard. This is going to be the question. And right now, there is no definitive answer. I mean, this is the question we're all going to be asking ourselves for, like, the next, you know, what is it, four months till the draft? Like, we're, we're all going to be asking ourselves. We go from Fitz's birthday on uh, yesterday to my birthday at the draft. Just a period of misery that is just, just you can't replicate right <laughs> just there. Just pure torture. Nothing makes um, you happy about life more than those, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. We all, should, we all need to watch the Boca Raton Bowl tomorrow oh. with BYU. You know? oh, fuck, yeah, Zach we do. Will, God Wilson. damn. <laughs> what time is that game on? I really need to watch that now. Who, who are they playing? Like, all right, hold uh, on. Who are they playing? Know. Yale? This is oh no Oh, my God, way. they're playing Yale? No shot. It's Yale. That's who they're playing. It oh, it's UCF Knights. I don't know why I thought, I, I don't know why I thought it was Yale, but UCF. it's, it's Univer- University of Central Florida. Tomorrow night at 7. All right, but, so that's what we're doing tomorrow. We're so watching. We watch, we watch we're, that. We're watching Zach Wilson. Maybe, maybe Zach Wilson lights him up, and you know, maybe he becomes more. Maybe become more convinced that he's the guy. No, like so. What I'll say about this, the, 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 I do know. I, I think I might know a little bit more than you guys about the quarterback. I think I watch more college football than you guys do. Definitely. So, hundred percent. What I'll say is, and, and I'm no expert. I'm just going off of things I've read and watched, and things I've watched, and watching them as well. Zach Wilson, um, I saw a bunch of comparisons today, so I'll give you the compare the comps from what I've seen. So Zach Wilson's comp is Kyler Murray. Um, his, his, his pluses are really strong arm, really good deep accuracy, um, can scramble uh, and whatnot. His decision-making needs to get better. He sometimes is erratic with his decision-making. Trey Lance is Lamar Jackson. Um comparison uh justin fields is the a dak comparison uh justin fields is I've, i i can't speak to what 
you know Trey Lance's issues are because I've watched him like for 30 seconds. Um, Justin Fields I watched plenty of, and he struggles to get through his progressions a lot. Um, sticks that first read, um, you know, hell of a downfield blocker. You know, if you've seen the videos of him running after <laughs> his running backs, um, and he's block. and he's he's like a really he's really fast. He's super athletic. He's got a good arm, um, but again, his decision, it's similar with Wilson. His his decision making. He he seems to have benefited a lot from playing at Ohio State, where he's playing with a lot of five star guys, mm-hmm. and they make him better than what he looks like. Uh, and then there's um, so it's like the comp there, like Tua almost, right? Kind of. Plays with all those yeah. guys in Alabama. Kind of. That's and, what has me nervous about Fields. I mean, it's like. And then Trevor, they the said, last, is luck. Uh, and there's yeah. no weaknesses. The last uh, couple quarterbacks haven't come out of Ohio State. Or, sorry, Trevor's weaknesses, his ball placement from 2019 film. That's what I saw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. His placement oh, of the ball. Not the accuracy. It's the placement. It's where the ball is landing. The ball's still getting to the wide receiver accurately. It's just maybe it could have been an inch to the left or an inch to the right. That's we're parsing hairs with Trevor. That's why this is, some of, some of those they're definitely making in that Notre Dame game. It, made, it, it makes me, it, it him stepping up in the, he stepped up in the pocket on a full sprint and finds <laughs> his wide receivers crossing the field for a touchdown. Like just you go from watching that to watching the Rams game and you just want to. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna throw out another quarterback name. We'll see. I want to see what you guys think about this. If if everything checks out medically, what about Dak? Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm I'm I don't think Dak is going to be on the Cowboys next year. I really? I am a huge Dak supporter after this season. Um, you know, I worked in Mississippi for for three years, and he went to Mississippi State, and it was before my time. Uh, when he was there, but I mean, he's, he is the most famous athlete to ever come from Mississippi since McNair, Steve McNair. Wow. And I was going to say Marshall Henderson for a second. (laughs) It's McNair. The big three in Mississippi, the big four in Mississippi are Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, Brett Favre, and Steve McNair, um, which is a a hell of a, a quad right there. Yeah. Um, and then it's Dak. And Dak is probably more popular than all of them because of he brought Mississippi State to the brink and was they were number one team in the country. Uh, and they beat Ole Miss. And there was a whole – I mean, he's, he's billboards everywhere. Like, you know, he's the guy. Even in, even in Hattiesburg, which is Southern Miss, he has billboards. There. Like, it's – he's the guy. I would love to, for, for not only is Dak an amazing guy off the field, but I mean, he showed he has more passing yards than Sam Darnold has right now. Yeah. Yeah. He, Dak is good. He's been Dak out since good. week five. Dak, yeah. Dak is good. It's just a matter of like, now that I've seen everything involving like the Mahomes deal and how much quarterbacks are going to start going for. And it's like, is that going to be – because it, it comes back to the question of, like, bringing back – who are you going to hire for your new coach now with, like, when Gase is gone and how much Trevor and new head coach was, like, you know – or Trevor was, like, going to be such a big selling point for to bring new head coaches here. 
because he's like that's like the guy and they get to mold him and stuff like that it's like maybe like these these hot prospect like these hot coaching games that All you right. want are you approaching maybe they're not fans of Dak and if it's like maybe, maybe they're not fans of these cute like these possible QB choices so it's like so what the hell are you gonna do then all right ready here's my perfect offseason if if the Jets can't get Trevor Lawrence here is my perfect offseason trade down take Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith you know, either or. They're both Heisman-level good wide receivers. You take... Who, you, no, you take Penny Sewell at... Or you... All right. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a combo. All right. Either you take Penny Sewell at two, and then you take a wide receiver at, eight, at 20 or whatever the Seahawks are going to be drafting at, or, and, or maybe you trade up into the teens if you want to get a guy. And you sign Dak. Or you do Jamar Chase slash Devontae Smith. Pat Fryermuth at 18, tight end. Uh, and then you take – and I'm not just saying that because he went to Penn State. He was the best tight end in the country <laughs> this year. Right. I was about to say. And then you, and then you, and then you sign Dak. Um, listen, the Jets, first of all, can afford Dak. They can. Um, but not only that – He's he's he'd be the best quarterback, maybe in franchise history. I think he would be like hands down. Yeah, <laughs> he would be the I, best. He'd be the best quarterback the Jets have ever had. You'd have Mims, you'd have Crowder, and you'd have whoever you take, whoever you basically. take, and that's just as probably just as good or close to it as what the Cowboys had because Jamar Chase. And Smith are CD probably Yard. better are probably better than CD. And then Mims yeah. is young. He's not as good as Amari Cooper yet, but like you're hoping that he can be that guy, which he's shown flashes. And if you give a guy like Dak Mims, Mims is going to thrive, right? You take maybe if you if, if you wait on the wide receiver and you don't take Pat Fryermuth and you wait on him for the Seahawks pick, you take Penny Sewell. Dak's never getting touched again. Because you're yeah, going to have Becton and Sewell yeah. there. And Becton, yeah. Or Sewell. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'll, I'll work on that. That's going to be part of my, my research. That's that's an awesome off. I'd love for the Jets to do that. Now, obviously, paying a quarterback, like, what's he asking for? $50 million a year? Forty. Yeah, he was asking. He turned down, like, 40 But the thing is, though, the injury changes everything. The injury changes so, things, but he's still going to get paid a, a shit ton. But the injury ton. does change things. But also, like Mahomes' contract changes things because now yeah. Mahomes is Mahomes changed everything. Mahomes like, is the, is everything. the benchmark. Mahomes is the benchmark. You know, the, Watson didn't even get Mahomes' money, right? Right, and Watson's is is. Let me ask you this: Who's better, Dak or Watson? Watson. Uh, I, I I think Watson's better. Yeah, right. but like so, I don't think it's, so. Dak's not even going to get to like compare him. But like, yeah, yeah. If you're the Jets, if I'll ask you two. Would you give, not Mahomes money, but would you give him close to what Watson's getting or even what Watson's getting if it means you have your left and right tackles of the future and a new wide receiver toy? Or you don't even take a wide receiver. You sign Dak and you sign A-Rob and that's your offseason. You know I'm all in on A-Rob. You take Eddie Sewell, you sure up the offensive line, you take Sewell, you have a million picks, you can make some more picks for the offensive line, you have McGovern at your center, you have Becton at left, Sewell at right, you have Dak under center, 
You take Allen Robinson and pair him with Mims and Crowder and maybe Perriman for another year, and you have Dak. This is all I mean, contingent on the Cowboys moving on from Dak, which right, they very yeah, well I could still, do. I still think it's not gonna. I still think he goes back there. I think I feel like I feel like they almost owe it to him now, <laughs> like because of what happened. Would not the, the Cowboys not Jerry Jones ever, ever prove that he had a heart? I was gonna but, say Jerry Jones is 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 also, made of. All right, if you're Joe Douglas. All right, so hold on. Right now, let's look at the live NFL draft order. Oh, it's going to be so painful seeing Jaguars at one. Going to Tankathon? Yes, it's going to suck that the Jaguars are at one. I understand that. And they have lost 13 next to their name, and we have won one. It's terrible. And their jerseys are such trash, too. Dallas has the eighth (laughs) pick right now. Dallas has on their schedule... Let's see. Who do they have left? They have. I think they play the. They either play the football team or the Giants in Week 17. I think. They have. Give me a second. They have the Eagles and the Giants left. Wow, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Going down the stretch. All right. So. Um. Wow. Dak still leads the Cowboys in passing yards. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is Andy Dalton doing down there? He was hurt for a little bit. Yeah, he had eighteen hundred. He had eighteen hundred passing yards in three and a half games, basically three three and a half, four games or whatever it was, or four and a half. I don't even know. Um, All right, Cowboys currently have the eighth overall pick. Say they lose both of those games, they could be picking in the top five. Oh, yeah, they could be. The Cowboys call you. On draft day. You're Joe Douglas. The Cowboys call you on draft day. And they said, we want the second pick. Is there a sign-in trade to be made with Dak that gets you the second pick? Because you'd be paying him a lot. Like, you'd have to get more than that. You'd have to get that fifth pick and assets plus Dak in order to take on that contract. Yeah. Plus he's injured. Like, he's coming off a major injury. Right. Would you do that deal if you're Joe Douglas, where you get the fifth pick, Dak Prescott on a new deal on a sign and trade, plus future picks, and you can tell me what you would like, what it would take in order to make that deal come to fruition? I love it. I'm I'm starting the Dak to the Jets agenda <laughs> right now. I'm doing it. I feel like the Jets would have to give, they'd have to give the Cowboys both of their first rounders this year. They the Cowboys have, have two firsts? Hold no, on. no, no. The Jets would have to give the Cowboys number two, but they'd also have to give them the Seahawks pick. Which is currently slated for 26. So they get right. Dak and five back, basically. Right. And they give up the two firsts. Why, why are we and, giving and, up? Hold maybe, on. Why are we giving up a first-round pick? Dak is coming off injury. We have to give him $50 million a year. And they want to move up to two to pick their quarterback of the future. All right, so maybe, so let's say this. Maybe we maybe they they don't have to give up this year's, but they still the Jets still have the Seahawks first rounder next year too. So yeah, maybe they have the twenty twenty one pick. Why are because we giving away a first? Dak Dak is a proven player, so but he's asking, coming off of a major like his ankle fell off. Oh, I I remember because ESPN showed the clip ten thousand <laughs> times when it happened, right. and they just wouldn't stop like for some reason. But uh, wait, hold on, we may have some breaking news. Oh boy. The official Pro Bowl rosters have been set. Mackay? And... 
you're starting. Wait, hold on. This might be oh. AFC. He's not starting, at least. <laughs> yeah, no, oh. he's not. He's not even on the. Uh, He's not even on the roster. He's not even on the roster. Tunsil, Fisher, and Orlando Brown. He won all the, the Jets, fans, but all he Jets won the, fans. Wait, but he won the fan vote. Yeah, all the Jets the, fans stopped voting for him yesterday yeah. after they won. That's crazy. No, but if you win the fan vote, he had more votes for the, by the fans than any player in the AFC. Shouldn't Quinnen didn't make it either? I don't think any Jet did. Good. <laughs> I know. Good. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank I, God. I feel like Beckton. I feel like Beckton like deserved it. No, he has to have. Whatever. And the, the shitty thing is that they're, they're not even playing it this year, so it's not like it's gonna he be on Madden. Yeah, it's not like they could just. It's not like one of the guys could say it's like, yeah, I don't want to go, so we can get like you know the substitute. <laughs> like one of the guys could be the reserve. Whatever. There'll be plenty of Pro Bowls in his future. Exactly. Um. Wow. Uh. Anyway, what were we talking about? I'm sorry, that popped up, and I needed the Dak. First yeah. first round picks and Dak. I I don't know. I, I, I think that I'd be on board with uh with a trade on draft day. I if, think the Cowboys if, are gonna lump all the shit out of Dak. If I know for a fact that Dak's foot is structurally sound and he's ready to go. Oh, like if I would, it, if I it would was a shoulder if it was a shoulder injury, I'd be out. I'd be done. Yeah. But Dak, Dak has more. Dak, Dak played four games and he has more passing yards than our quarterback right now. So I'm kind of on board with Prescott. And this is this is us guys, guys, listeners, guys and gals. This is us in an incredibly sad and terrible state, fantasizing about maybe taking another team's franchise quarterback because we just lost ours. So and his leg fell off. Literally fell off the bone like pulled pork yeah. like six weeks ago. Oh, oh, oh. Um, the worst. Yeah, not great. Um, oh, you want to know it's even better? Oh boy. Than anything that we've talked about so far. What not now? only not only do the Jags have the first overall pick right now ahead of us, but oh, I they forgot also, they have the other one. They have the Rams pick, <laughs> which is one pick ahead of the Seahawks pick right now. So they have the 25th pick and we have the 26th pick, which means you know that not only are they going to take Trevor Lawrence, they're going to take whatever guy we wanted. That is unbelievable. I hope they keep Doug Marone as the coach. I would wish nothing but terrible things for that franchise. Yeah. Now I have nothing. Okay. Let me ask you guys this. Do you, I'm finding myself through no, like, reason of like him doing anything wrong but i feel like i have to root against trevor lawrence in the nfl now if he yeah he didn't yeah. do anything wrong but any success he has is forever going to be tied to what happened yesterday to like it's going to be just used another another brick in the wall of what can we roast the jets for this week trevor lawrence throws for five touchdown passes like five touchdowns and 500 yards one week and I'd be like, the, that same week, the Jets will lose by, like, 25 or something like that. And you know it'll get tied back to us. Let's see. Hold on. 2021. 
yet. Oh, wait, no, that's not even out yet, the schedule for next year. Damn. We're all in agreement, though, that, like, the opponents, you know, don't, but... don't want Sam are they, next are they year, playing right? the, Are they playing the Jaguars next year? Oh, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, because they're, play, they're playing the AFC South. That's 2021 opponents. And even if they weren't, they'd play them because they're both finishing last place in their division. Yep, so, we are playing Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. You be know so for a fact he's gonna light. I can't, he's gonna I light him up. I can't wait to see that CBS graphic where yeah. it shows a replay of the Jets beating the, the Rams this year. We can only hope. We can only hope it's like that they play each other like week one or week two before he's really had a chance to like establish himself as like either that or they play them like week like week sixteen or seventeen and his rookie year has been completely underwhelming. Like that's the as we're like. The only good thing to come out of this is hopefully we get a Hall of Fame curb episode. Yes, yes. So yes. Um, for poor Carl. Poor Carl. Do we Came ever, out of his sleep and ever, just said Watson. Do we ever reach the point that some sort of? No, you know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna put that into the into the atmosphere, into the universe. You know what? We're just gonna move on, uh, folks. I think that might be it for this week. I don't know what else we can really discuss um we're all sad it's terrible we're life all, sucks we are all very sad and depressed jets fans and yeah i mean that it just sucks it everything sucks right now um all we can do is pray and hope against hope that the bears somehow lose next week to the jaguars and then the Jets continue their losing ways. Uh, next we need week Mitch. We need Mitch to implode. We need Mitch we need, to absolutely we, we implode. Need a Mitch game. We need a Mitch game and a big. Yeah. By the way, you know what the funniest thing is? Is that I didn't. Even, I didn't even realize it when the Bears put in Foles. The, uh, they were three and zero. Yeah, aren't they? Oh yeah, like they were like three and zero, three and one. Mitch also got hurt. I'm pretty sure. Right, but I mean, it's still like if like I remember that, but I remember that was such a big deal because they took. Yeah. They, they, they were five and one. The Bears were five and one at one point. I thought they were one and five. No, the Bears were five and one at one point. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's they right. that was the Falcons game. They benched him, and then Foles yeah. came. They should have known right then that they should have never. It was just a, a flash in the pan because it was it was a the Falcons blowing a lead. That's yeah, that's that's their every week thing. Sky's blue, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, the Bears can still make the playoffs. Like they're playing for something. Arizona's That's who we should really hate, too. The They're Vikings. seven and seven. The Bears yeah. are eight and eight. Yeah, the Vikings beat the Jags in overtime. Just you know, what? folks. That's it for today. <laughs> we gotta call it. We gotta we're, call ca- it. we're calling it. We're calling it. Uh, I got some bolognese upstairs waiting for me, and nice. uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. That's it. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can do so at Jesse Finver. If you want to find Connor, you can do so where. At the NJ Mick. Because why, Jesse? Because he is Irish and from New Jersey. <laughs> He's got red hair, right? And Fitz, where can they find you and all your wonderful memes? I'm uh, on at FitzGSN underscore there. Some some uh, hooligan had just the GSN in his name, so I couldn't take that way back when. Son of a bitch. So if you're ever uh, I'm surprised you haven't changed your, your tag yet. Gotham forever, man. <laughs> Got to ride it. If, you, yeah, if, you, if you're uh, a fan of Always Sunny and the New York Rangers, uh, Fitz is your guy. So. Yeah, God. All right, this folks. Is so painful. Guys, this is a fun one. 
Um, fun using that word very loosely. <laughs> um, we will we will do this again sometime soon. Peace.